Bracha is Dav Gimel. Tremendous Mazel Tov to every single one of you who started Shas. You should be Zoycha to stay on board, stick it out, and finish Shas Be'ezer Hashem. Welcome to the over 1,500 new subscribers in the last 24 hours. That brings us up to 7,500 new subscribers in the last four days, I think it is. Our goal initially was to get to 10,000 new subscribers during the Siyam Shas. We're almost there. With your help, just send out the link, put it on your status, tell your friends about it. It will make a tremendous Kiddush Hashem and a big difference. We learned in the mission that according to Rebbe Yezer, you can take Kriyashma until Saif Hashmur Rishayin, until the end of the first Mishmar. There are three Mishmars according to one Shaitan Shemayim, that where the Malachim say Shira, and when one Mishmar ends and the next one begins, that's when you can say Kriyashma. The question is, if you divide the night into three, it equals to four hours each. So why does the mission just say you can say Kriyashma until four hours? The answer is to teach us that the Mishmaris and Shemayim coincide with the Mishmaris down here. We also have Mishmaris. For instance, the first Mishmar, you'll hear the donkeys neighing and making noise. The second, at the middle of the second Mishmar, you'll hear the dogs barking. And the beginning of the third Mishmar, the babies wake up to nurse. And when a couple wakes up, the wife starts talking to her husband. According to another Peshat, all three of these signs happen at the end of each Mishmar. The end of the third Mishmar is already daytime. I don't need a sign. But it's to tell you that if you're in a dark room and your wife starts talking to you, or your baby wants a nurse, you should know it's time to say, Kriyashma. He roars like a lion three times a day. And he says, Wow to the nation that I, because of my sons, I had to destroy my house and I had to burn my heichal and I had to send Chayisrael to Galos. Says Rabbi Yaisi, I was once on the way and I had a daven. So I went off the path and I went into ruins, into Churba Achas Mirushalayim. And Eliyahu waited for me by the door, and when I finished, he said, Shalom. And I said, Shalom Alecho, Rabbi Yomayri. He says, what are you doing here? He said, I had a daven. He said, daven, you can daven on the way. You should daven in Tzvilo Tzara. So as we go, I learned three things from here. First of all, you don't go into a churva. And if you're traveling, you can daven on the way. And what are you daven? Tzvilas Habineinu, the Tzvilo Tzara. And Eliyahu continued and asked him, what did you hear in the churva? And he heard, he said, I heard a voice that sounded like a pigeon cooing, and the pigeon was saying, or the voice was saying, oil of him, like we just said, that I had to be makrim in my house, and burn my heichal, and I had to be magnet from. Says Zaliyah Novi, in the Lashon of a Shavuah, in a double Shavuah, I swear to you, double. Hakash Baruch says this every single day, three times a day. And when Hakash Baruch Hu sees Chayisro going into shuls, and they say, Omei Yishmi Rabba, he bows his head, Kaviachal, and he says, and he's mitzahar kaviyachal, that he sent Klai Yisrael into Gauls. Why don't you go into a churva, into ruins? There are three reasons in the Gemara. First is chashad, for suspicion. And that's a reason if you're going with two people, they're not that good, they're prutzen. So there's still a chashad that a person will be with a zayna. People will say that he's with a zayna. The second reason is makayos, we're worried that the ruins will cave in. And that's a reason if you're going in with two kosher people that you don't have a chashad. And finally, the third reason is mazikin, shaydim. If it's a brand new place, and two people that are kosher, but it's in their place that the mazikin like to hang out, it's still dangerous even though you have two people. Or, if it's, you're just with one person, or you're by yourself, and you're in a field, so there's no women, there's no chashad, yet there's mazikin. Rebbe says that the night consists of four mishmaris, in other words, three hours each. Dabra says, he woke up every night at Chatzos and says, Kodmu Eini Ashmeirois. I woke up two Mishmaros 
before the end. Now, if you hold that there are only three mishmaris in the night, and he woke, woke up in Chatzos, which is in the middle of the night, that means there's only one and a half mishmaris left. How do we reconcile this? <coughs> Says the Gemara, because the was saying that he woke up six hours to the end of the night, plus two hours, because kings would sleep two hours into the day. Basically, he woke up eight hours before every, everyone else. Eight hours divided by two equals four hours. In other words, there's two mishmaris that he woke up before the other kings. Yes, it was only six hours of nighttime, one and a half mishmaris, but it was eight hours before the kings, which is equals two mishmaris of four hours each. Rabashi says you could call one and a half mishmaris mishmaris, two mishmaris. The Gemara says, Allah, in front of a dead person, you should not talk in learning, because it's like Larash. Since a dead person can't talk in learning, he'll feel bad. Unless you talk in learning that the dead person was Mechadish. Another Pshan the Gemara is, you shouldn't talk any Shtuyat, you shouldn't say anything in front of the maze, it still makes it feel bad, unless you're talking about the maze himself. There's a contradiction seemingly in the Psukim. In one passage it says that Dabar Amelch woke up in Chatz- at Chatzais, the other passage it says that he woke up before the night. The Gemara has three pshatim. Either the Rambam was saying, I never slept past Chatzos, or he said that I was learning Torah up until Chatzos like a horse that dozes off, but he was learning within his dozing. And then from that point on, he would be misgabar kari, he would strengthen himself like a lion. Or the pshat is, until Chatzos he learned Torah, and then from Chatzos on, he would be Isaac and Shirois, Vesish Bachos. The word Neshef means when something goes away, when the night becomes day, or when the day becomes night. Dabramelech says, Chatzois Laila Akum, I'd wake up at Chatzois. So in other words, Dabramelech knew when Chatzois was, and on the other hand, it seems like Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know when Chatzois was, because he says, Chatzois Laila, he tells Parai, Chatzois, almost at Chatzois, four Peshatim in the Gemara. Either Dabramelech knew when Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know, because Dabramelech had his kinar, his heart, which told him exactly when Chatzais was. Or the Pshad is Moshe Rabbeinu also knew just Dabr HaMelech needed his kinar in order to awaken him. Third Pshad is Moshe Rabbeinu knew when Chatzais was. He was just worried that people will say Moshe Badoi, he's lying Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's why he said Kechatzais, so they don't catch him on his word. Or the Pshad is that Moshe Rabbeinu on the 13th of Nisan, he said Kechatzais, just like now, tomorrow, Kechatzais, tomorrow, HaKish Baruch Hu is going to take place from Adam Mitzrayim. By Elisa Shachar, the Gemara tells us, Chachm Yisrael came into the Melech. It means one time they came in, every day they would come in by Elisa Shachar, but once they came in and they said, we need Paras of Eklai Yisrael, said the Melech, let them do business with each other. Saying Chachm, it's not enough to be in front of everybody. She said, go out to war. Said the Gemara, how do you go out to war? war. You ask Achitoyfel. In other words, the strategy of war you get from Achitoyfel. Neobani Yodah means you ask Rishus from the Sanhedrin. Abiyasur means you ask the Urim Betumim, and Yoyav led them to war, have a wonderful day.